podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Levy 1, Rangers 3, a rather enjoyable day at the spaghetti had for Rangers today. Uh, I'm your host Scott Carney, joining me is Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you? Not so bad, slightly rough, but that, that results cheer me right up, so um, aye, looking forward to talking about the game. Yeah, Scotia, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I thought um, Pearson was going to say this, so I'll need to. It's no surrender. <laughs> Yes, and a day of snowballs and a man from Zambia. Uh, yes, uh, we'll get into all of that. So, Club at 22 is supported by Manscaped, the best the men's below the waist grooming. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, use the code Club at 22, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. Your balls will definitely thank you. And you can also join our channel now um, for 99p. Literally giving it away. Um, you'll become a Club at 22 supporter. Um, all the information will be uh, below this. You'll be able to join below this. However, if you're on Apple, if you just you need to join any other way that's not through Apple, for whatever reason, Apple don't let you do it. Uh, so any other means except from Apple, you'll be able to join the channel. And you can also buy us a coffee if you don't want to subscribe. There's a link for that below as well. And um, thank you to everybody that has. And uh, yes, if you could please like and subscribe to the channel, that would be great. So we'll get into it, lads. Um, a good day, really. Um, you can obviously still see that Gio's still tinkering with the team, still trying to put his stamp on the team and how we should play. Um, so it's going to take a wee bit of time, I think. However, there's bits of today that I am very, very pleased with, um, bits that I am not particularly pleased with, but we will get, get into get into it all. So the starting 11 was McGregor, Tav, Golden, Bassi, Barisic, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo, Kent, Morelos and Hadji. Uh, Ali, any real shock in the team for you? Mm. Not really. I thought Davis would come out anyway, to be honest. So Arfield's been actually quite decent the last few games, so I'm not surprised. I did say I thought maybe Jack Simpson might have started. <laughs> wasn't even a, wasn't because just because he was a natural centre half left sided. But again, not even on the bench today, Jack Simpson. Which if he's injured, fair enough. But if he's not, I think that tells a story. I think I think he could be away out of Ibrox in January. Um, but no, I was I was relatively happy with the team to be honest. Yeah, Scotia, your thoughts on the team? Yeah, I mean, no major surprises from the, the starting eleven for me. It was a quite an attacking team, I think. Um, but where my surprise came was, as Ali kind of mentioned, there was the bench. Surprised to see no centre-half on the bench and also Defoe on the bench as well for the first time in quite a while, I think, for a league game at least. Yeah, that's been a long time. Um, he obviously came on and made a cameo at the end and they said that it was his first game since August, I think, since he's made an appearance. So um, probably just going on to get his wee, his wee appearance bonus, let's be honest. But um, no, actually, I, I, I was maybe a wee bit shocked. Um, I obviously said that Ryan Jack would start, but as I said, that was more hope than anything else because I'm desperate to see him play. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Arfield and Kamara doing the kind of sitting role. Yeah, I maybe a wee bit surprised by it, but um, I, the rest of it, I am not really 
particularly surprised about. And the more I thought about it after we had a conversation on the preview show um, about Hadji, that kind of pitch does suit Hadji because it's not the most true running of uh, pitches. So we need kind of creative players on the park and Hadji's arguably the most creative player that we have, You would, some would say. Anyway, joining the game, Rangers started off very, very well uh, and it only took eight minutes um, for Scott Arfield to get Rangers off the mark. Uh, a great assist from Tav, uh, but the run from Arfield probably even better. Good first touch and he just lifts it over the goalkeeper. Um, I, I absolutely loved this goal and I was literally just saying to the misses. I was like, we are playing passes that we didn't used to play under Gerard, and that kind of pass is one of the passes that we wouldn't have played under Gerard. I thought it was a great goal. Yeah, that's why he's in the team. I feel because he'll make those runs. A lot of the midfielders we have wouldn't really make those runs, and that's why he's in the team. I feel. And if you watch through that whole game, he was making that run all the time. Um, it was a great ball for Tav to pick him out. Great finish for Arfield as well, just to lift it over the keeper. Um, we're on our way. I would say on his booking, Scott Arfield, why was he booked? Because he didn't go into the crowd or anything and he was booked for his, his celebration. I thought that was an embarrassment from the referee and kind of, he was not a tight line the rest of the game, but on that booking, it's a bit dodgy, especially in that park. Um, I just thought the referee was a, that was never a booking, but great goal for Scott Arfield. Yeah, well, Eagle-eyed viewers will have seen that Ryan Hamas was right in front of the Rangers players as they were celebrating, as he was in the crowd. So it's probably Ryan's fault, to be honest. Let's let's just yeah, say yeah. that it's Ryan's fault that Scott Arfield got booked. Uh, Ryan probably pulled him into the crowd to give him a bit of a kiss or something like that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll blame Ryan. Hope you had a good day, Ryan. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on, the, thoughts on the goal? Yeah, it was an absolutely fantastic goal. A really good pass that kind of splits the defence and from Tav. And then Arfield controls it brilliantly. And as Ali says, it's kind of what Arfield gives you. He breaks the lines between attack and or midfield and attack, and he runs into those wee spaces. Um, so it's really good to see. Um, on the booking, yeah, daft. Um, from it was David Monroe that was the ref today, and he was the referee that we had against Ross County a couple of weeks back. And I'm sure we spoke about him being pretty poor that day as well. Um, yeah, but Ryan, it is all your fault. I didn't, I didn't see him first time round because I was too busy celebrating myself. But I sent the wee, the wee video to us, and I, it's very good. Uh, it was very good. I didn't see him first time around either because I was, I was celebrating. Yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty delighted with the way we started. Um, but I will just blame Ryan. Um, Rangers then do their best straight after this to try and let Levy get into the game, and it turns into a bit of a, a bit. A panic stations are you said that I probably took that away from you, mate. You said it in the group chat. It was like that. Um one one of the shots in particular caused a decent save from McGregor, but I like, it was like <laughs> I, I don't know if they're so desperate to try and keep a clean sheet now because of the way things have been going that it just it all just looks a bit manic. It was it, do you know what it was like? It was like watching school children play at one point that but that <laughs> that wee two minute spell when after we scored because they lost their shape, they lost their they lost everything Rangers at that point. And it was panic stations, and it's—I I mean, a lot of times we'd always say you're most vulnerable after you've just scored in terms of a team. But Rangers were very vulnerable at that point, and um, it took me a couple of minutes just to kind of steady the ship again. But that was a, a two minutes that I did not enjoy during the game, to be honest. No, Scotch, do you think it is down to this? We're just trying our hardest now not to... Oh, look, we can't be too critical because we didn't concede first today, so that's definitely a step in the right direction in terms of league games. So, but do you think it is just the, the kind of desperation to try and keep the clean sheet now? I don't know if it was about the clean sheet. I think, it's as Ali said, it's 
the adrenaline you get from scoring, and obviously we've scored first, so the players must be buzzing after that as well <laughs> in the league. So um, that adrenaline probably just pulls them out of shape a wee bit, um, like Ali said. And I think that's the main reason, because you tend to see it happen quite a lot in any game of football, that right after one team scores, the other team goes up the pitch and tries to tries to get another. So probably down to that, rather than us not trying to concede and keep a clean sheet. Um, but yeah, McGregor made a good save and then I thought Bassey done pretty well to kind of cover up the, the, the rebound shot and make sure that there was no threat from uh, the Levy players. Yeah, uh, they, they did do well. At the end of the day, but they didn't score at that point. Um, so you can't be too critical, but it was a wee bit. What, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> Just calm down. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, there's only Livingston you're playing. But uh, again... Rangers then, from we started to kind of dominate the ball again. There was that wee couple of minutes where they had a chance. Um, some of the football Rangers were playing was really, really good. Uh, and then move on to 16 minutes and just a moment of absolute class. And when I, I thought I celebrated the first goal um, pretty loudly, I celebrated this goal a lot louder. Uh, Joe Rebo, uh, a great move. The switch ball from Hadji to Kent, slipped past the Morelos between the two defenders. One touch past the Aribo at the edge of the box, who strikes a curling, dipping shot over the keeper, off the underside of the bar. Scotia, this is I mean, absolute class. Yeah, it was brilliant. I absolutely love this goal, and it's, it's what Aribo does. He never, I think Andy Walker said it in commentary as well, but Aribo never scores a shite goal. I don't think Andy <laughs> Walker used those exact words. <laughs> but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. The, the play leading up to it, as you say, all the guys you went through there was brilliant, and it's just what you want, particularly after um, Aribo Kenny missing those couple of three chances that he had in Thursday night. This was absolutely perfect, and yeah, Stryak could do nothing about it. Really pleased with this goal. Yeah, Ali, this is this is why you are in love with Joe Rebo. He's the main man, Joe Rebo. Joe, Joe Rebo is not quietly, but he's starting to become our main man, Joe Rebo, mm-hmm. especially this season. But as soon as that ball went to Joe Rebo, I was like, that's that's in the back of the net. And how many times has he scored goals like that for us? And like Scotia says, he doesn't score a shite goal, Joe Rebo. Mm-hmm. Only scores worldies and... Aye, fantastic goal for you. I thought when we'll come on to obviously later in the game that I thought Rebo was really good once again. He just tries to make stuff happen. They big legs of his, it just seems to get out of things that he shouldn't get out of. But what a goal for Joe Rebo. And I was the same. I was dancing about my living room at that point and thinking, oh, Christ, this is brilliant, Rangers. Because they were really good, Rangers, the first 20, 25 minutes. And I thought, oh, Christ, Livingston could be the end of a doing here. Yeah, I thought the same, mate. I thought they could have been for a very, very long afternoon. And Jordy Boy, he's becoming almost, he's by far the most consistent and performer we've had all season this season. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I said the same. I was sitting 2 0 up for 20 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm going to sit back and enjoy my enjoy the rest of my afternoon. And yeah, I mean, you, you think all these things, you probably shouldn't, to be honest. But the. The, the finish from Aribo is everything that you want from Aribo. This this is why he's so important to Rangers and the way that we play. Uh, I thought he was particularly good. Him and Ryan Kent, I thought, were particularly good today. I did notice, um, Ali, I'll come back to you. Uh, I think it's quite obvious that Ryan Kent has been told, you are a left winger, you stay out on that left-hand side because every time that we were coming forward, he was near enough hugging the kind of touchline. Yeah, it was. I, I know it's sat through the game as well. He was right out in the touchline the whole game, and that's where he should be. Ryan Kent, he, he was good today. Ryan Kent, he didn't get much joy off that guy. He was up against, to be honest, that guy 
he kind of doubled up in Ryan Kent quite a lot, which a lot of teams do because he's a, he's a danger man. But no, I, I, I prefer to have your wingers right out there. That's where they should be. And yeah, it's, it's interesting just seeing these these subtle changes that you can see with him. Bronkhurst, obviously, Alfie getting told to play in the middle. I know he didn't have his greatest games today, Alfie, but um, yeah, you can see these subtle changes with him, Bronkhurst now. So I know it's looking good going forward. Yeah, Scotia as well. I noted that Kamara was playing quite deep. He was obviously playing the Davis role today, but he was arguably even deeper than Davis usually is at points today. Um, I, I thought he was he was good in spells, Kamara, but he was he seemed to be he has that kind of there's no rush. Does that make sense? There's kind of no rush with him. You you want him to kind of move the ball, and he's a fucking professional football player. He knows better than I do. But you're like, okay, move the ball now, move the ball now. But what did you make of Kamara in that kind of sitting anchor role? Yeah, it was maybe a wee bit too deep for my liking for Kamara because I felt sort of after obviously we scored and leading up to the Levy goal, I felt at times that we were we weren't getting the second balls higher up in midfield. Like after the attack broke down and. The, they cleared it. There was this bit of a gap, I thought, that we were, we were kind of losing the second ball, balls and we weren't capitalising on it. So it was maybe a wee bit too deep for my liking. Um, but it's, it's only two games into um, Van Bronckhorst's sort of reign. So, you know, there's always going to be these wee tweaks and things over the next couple of weeks. I would think that, you know, we're not going to, this might not be exactly how we play in the future. But um, yeah, too deep for me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and it's, it's obviously us as Rangers fans expect results immediately, and this will take time for him to get it completely right. But I, I'm not being too critical of it. I just think I think he's a wee bit wasted as a holding midfielder. I think he should be as kind of further forward, maybe not quite as forward as a, a Rebo, but. I would be fine with him being one. If we're going to do a four-two-three-one, I would be fine for him even to be the guy that's probably behind um, Morelos or the striker because he's he's very intelligent. He passes when he's kind of further forward, and he's 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 got a good a good passing range on him. So yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be one of Carney. the things we we'll need to wait and see. Uh, actually, on, on on Kamara sitting that deep, it's maybe it was maybe in Gio's thinking that it was to help the defence out because obviously we've been conceding an awful lot mm-hmm. in the league. Well, not an awful lot, but we've been conceding in the league, so it's maybe a bit his thinking was just to offer the defence that wee bit more protection, perhaps. Yeah, possibly, mate. Yeah, it could have been. And he is very, very good at winning the ball back. Um, so, yeah, it could have been along the lines of that. It was something to keep a, to keep an eye on, for sure. Uh, but the forward runs from Aribo and Arfield are offering us a chance to play the high kind of through balls from Tav and Goldson especially. Only thing Levy were offering was a, a high ball over the top, but on the 29th minute, the long ball worked. Goldson caught out um, with the ball over. First shot is saved by McGregor, but it's headed into an empty net by Anderson to make it 2-1. <laughs> Ali, I know what you're going to do, so I'll just let you do it. <laughs> would it be Rangers without us gifting a goal, would it? I mean, the, the defence gives me the utter... I know we've won the game today, but gives me the utter fearless defence, it really does. And that's all Livingston had, was the long ball over the top. They, they'd done it the whole game. It's a, I mean, it's, a, it's a good long ball, but Goldson's got to deal with that. He's caught under it, and the guy, as McGregor does well to bail him out, Bassey's kind of on his heels a wee bit. I can't blame Bassey for that, for that boy getting ahead of him, but we're, we're an absolute cruise control Rangers in that game, and we ship a goal like that. 
And it's, I mean, there's, there was a start that came up in Sky. I know we didn't concede in the first 10 minutes today, which was a positive, but there was a start in Sky before the game saying that Rangers have conceded the most goals in the league in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's worrying. I mean, we're top of the league. <laughs> we've, scored, we've conceded the most goals. Um, it's something he'll be looking at in January. He, he's, he's limited to what he can do at the moment. Obviously, we've got Bassi sitting there at, at left centre half, so he's limited what he can do. But once again, it's another goal that we've conceded that is shambolic. It's, I, you can't even say it's a great goal for Livingston because we just all over the shop again. And I, it's it's very worrying that the back line. Yeah, Scotia Golchin doesn't cover himself in a lot of a lot of glory here. No, it was it was too easy. I mean, it just looked as if he was caught ball watching, and yeah, just that ball over the top. He should be doing far, far better than that, I think. And um, oh, it was a shocking goal to concede. And I, to be fair, I think after we'd scored, Livy started to grow into the game a wee bit more and more, increasingly, increasingly. And then the, that five minutes before they scored, they were looking a wee bit more threatening, and we'd kind of fallen off the pace a wee bit. I thought, um, but yeah, Goldson. Had a had a bit of nightmare, and he, he goes on to have a nightmare for the next sort of ten minutes because I think there was a pass that he completely just knocked out the park when he was trying to pass through to Tav, um, which I think happens. See, when you make a mistake like that, you get all jittery, and I think that's what's happened to him for that ten minute period. Should be doing better. And again, we've conceded. How many times do we have to do it? I think that's I just know. conceded more goals now than we did all the last season. That's mental, that, isn't it, when you think about it. I mean, it shows you, I know it's, it's so easy to con- continually, continuously compare with, with last season, but, I mean, this is it's football, it's, it's what we do, and, yeah, Goldson is just one of them ones where he, he almost looks like he's kind of doubting himself sometimes with some of the decisions that he's making. A few of his passes today were shocking, but he also had two or three, one of his Hollywood passes to Kent that were superb, and, it was just a wee bit hat or miss from from Goldson today, but that goal in particular, I just I think he's got to deal with that. That's just a as simple as you like Route One football. You have to be able to cope with that. Um, after I say after we conceded Rangers, I, I thought we lost the spark. I think the game lost its spark. It was a kind of a kind of nothing battle happening in the middle of the pitch. It was like we daft fouls each side kind of loose touches and uh, but the game kind of lost its kind of ebb and flow. Um, Livy then go closest though, uh, again across from uh, our their right-hand side, our left. Barisic has to do better. I don't know how many times I screamed at Barisic today to close a man down. Uh, he doesn't. Arthur tries to clear the ball. It's flicked on uh, and the Livy players at the, the back post and somehow Alan McGregor manages to save it. Ali, Borna doesn't seem quite right just now. I don't know if there's something going on with him, but if you're going to stand off a defender, you stand off a winger for the cross, you have to stop the cross. If not, there is no point in doing that. Just close him down, get tighter to him, make the tackle. I just thought today, defensively, he was poor. Yeah, he's been poor all season, Barisic, if we're being honest, and once we get, once maybe Balogun comes back, he might see himself. Well, I think he will see himself out that team possibly, and and Big Bassi will fill in a left back because he's the better option for me at left back at the moment. But he wasn't McGregor's favourite person today, Barisic, because McGregor <laughs> gave an absolute roast, and you could hear it in the telly. He was shouting, "Borner." Um, some say for McGregor though. I mean, 
I know we had a discussion not that long ago in terms of bringing McLaughlin, and in a sense we've done that. He's had a couple of world's world class saves, and aye, that that wee guy was his James Forrest brother, isn't it? Um, he's aye, the neck as well, but aye, um, so he he probably thought he was going to score, but McGregor somehow tips over the bar and. I mean, if we'd conceded there to make it two each, <laughs> absolute criminal, to be honest. But it was uh, that's what Al McGregor's there for. That's what he's paid for, and he's made a career on those types of saves. Al McGregor, but Bonner does not help him at all. No, Scotia McGregor's obviously he does obviously watch this podcast, so he's obviously seen that a few of us have not picked him to start in eleven, and it seems to have worked. So I'm going to take credit for it. Yeah, I think so. But I think, if we're being honest, I think a lot of Rangers fans have um, got had the same thoughts because he's at this kind of age where it could all drop off a cliff really quickly. You've seen it happen numerous times in the past. So that's always going to be a bit of worry. But thankfully, he's proven us wrong again and again and again. But uh, McGregor was excellent today when he was called upon. Yeah, he was. He was. He was great. He really was. It was a, a, a cracking save, and that kind of takes us to half time, two uh, one. So into the second half, we are delayed by eight minutes because of Snowgate. I think it will probably be known as. God knows what the press will come up with for this one. Uh, however, um, everyone likes a laugh and a joke. Of course, we do, and it is all a laugh and a joke. But it just it wasn't helping matters. I think both teams were waiting. It was a cold day. It's not good for the teams to stand about when it's that cold. It's our players too. Scotia, you mentioned that we are shooting into that box. Why would you want it filled with snow? I mean, it's all it's all laughing jokes, yeah, but Ali, what doesn't show the away fans in a great light, to be honest? No. I, I know quite a few of them are probably quite bevied up, to be honest, but... It's all a, a bit of fun at half time throwing snowballs, but nah, it's it's a bit bad to be honest. I, I was a bit, I was annoyed to be honest. I got annoyed because it, it went on and on for long, and they, they were chucking snowballs at keeper. That one guy that came out with a spade, I know. <laughs> I think he's still be there today at the moment, still shoveling. How they let him go on his own, honestly, it was embarrassing at times. I mean, folk down in England must have been watching that game, going, "What the? What is this?" I know. One guy with a shovel, but uh, no, nah, it, it was a bit poor to be honest for us in terms of throwing snowballs. Because as Scotia says, we're shooting in that goal, so wasn't it great? And it doesn't help because Gio's probably got them all rallied up to go out and. An attack straight away, and you've got that wee ten minute delay where you're kind of slowed down, so it can kind of change how the, the game can go, really. So I was a bit poor to be honest, but I as what it is. <laughs> yeah, Scotia, it is what it is, but it just was one, just one of the okay. Like, can we play football now? <laughs> yeah, I, I was the same as Elliot, but you know, I don't know why they didn't do this because at the other end of the pitch they had the netting up. So why the netting wasn't up at that end, I don't know. Because obviously Martindale was asking for the netting to get put up. And then at a point, I was worried that Martindale was going to pull all his players off and go back into the dressing room. Um, but thankfully, it was just getting them to do a wee warm-up. But it's, it's not helpful for us. It's not helpful for the game at, at all. And it's, it sheds it in a wee bit, a wee bit embarrassing light, I would say, um, when stuff like that happens. Yeah, it's all right, laugh at a joke. It would have been all right if it lasted a couple of minutes. But for, to continue on, you're like, right. Okay, come on, like <laughs> okay, it's snow, like um, Martin probably, come could, on at because sorry, I was gonna say we could blame Ryan for that as well. Probably he probably started I probably it. was him that started it, yeah. He orchestrated <laughs> that. Um so no he didn't. And by the way, before anybody's watching once the report him, it wasn't Ryan that he day. was at the other end of uh, the pitch, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, yeah, he wasn't there, officer, I promise. <laughs> um but uh, even with Martindale come on, I thought you're brave, you're gonna get 
pelted the face here. Like <laughs> when they come on, I was like, oh, I just it was one of them moments. Anyway, we'll move on to the actual football. Um, Hadji's an early attempt, um, saved uh, after good work from Kent on the left hand side. Um, Rangers are looking to add another goal early on, Ali's favourite thing. And Kent was looking very dangerous every time we he was getting a chance to to run at them at the left. Joe Aribo then goes close to adding his second on the 58th minute, uh, but it's saved and tipped over the bar. Uh, again, though, it was Kent and Aribo that was linking up. They were definitely looking the most dangerous um, for us. Arfield gets a chance that had add his second, but the, the cutback ball from Hadji is blasted over the bar. Alec, Rangers were in command. Um, so what was your, your thoughts on the hour mark that you hadn't had your, your early goal before 60 minutes? You know, I always want my early goal for the <laughs> to kill the game, but I, they, they were they weren't pissing about at Rangers, if you know what I mean. But they were in full control, Rangers of that game. Joe Rebo's shot was unlucky; the keeper made a good save. I thought Scotia's man Hadji was trying to make things happen in the game. I, I thought he was decent today, Hadji. Mm-hmm. I think I think we'll see a run in the team with him under Van Bronckhurst. I think he's a a type of player that Van Bronckhurst will like. I, I thought he was really good today, Hadji. Um, I still don't like him out on that right side to be fair, I've seen him switching a couple of times with Kent in the first half but um, no, it was, it, was, it was comfortable, I just wanted that goal because the longer it goes on, you know, it's, we've seen this movie umpteen times they, they need one chance or it just takes us to make a fucking bomb scare at the back moment um, but no, I, it, 60 minutes I thought, I, I could see a goal coming for us if I'm being truthfully honest with myself because we were in full control and Livingston really didn't offer much at all, to be honest. Yeah, Livingston were just waiting for an opportunity. The, the, the kind of laws of averages, they, they will get a chance, and I think that's all that they were hoping for, and hoping to stop Rangers scoring our third. Scotia, your thoughts on, on the hour, mate? Yeah, I think it was um, it was a fairly similar um, um, story to what happened in the first half, without the goals, obviously, though. I thought we started really brightly, and um, playing well. Yeah, so front from the hour mark, I was feeling pretty happy, you know, as Ali says, um, the front three of or front, yeah, well, mid three, maybe not Morelos as such, but um, Kent, Hadji, and Aribo, yeah, we're all playing pretty well at this point. I thought I liked the wee bit when the ball just went away from Hadji, someone had knocked it down to him, and it just went away from him to cross it in. So then he does the wee thing where you switch your feet around and put the <laughs> cross in. That would have been, lo- <laughs> yeah, that would have been lovely if that had come off. Um, but yeah, I th- thought we were looking good. I, I, I was like Ali thought Hadji had a pretty good game today as well. I think there's a couple of occasions where he loses the ball and he's a wee bit slow and he gets a lot of stick for that, which is unwarranted in my opinion because what he does bring to the team when things come off and the, the vision he's got to play people in is his biggest asset for us, I think. Yeah, I, I thought he was much better in the second half than he was the first. I don't think he was as frustrated with himself in the second half as he was in the first. Um, I think when the balls run out, like you were mentioning, he, he gives himself a bit of a hard time. But I thought he was. I thought he was very. He looked very dangerous in the in the, in the second half, and we were just in complete control. I was the same. I felt the, the only way that Livingston were going to score if was if we decided to to let them score. To be honest. Um, Kent has an effort from the left corner of the box, but it's straight to the keeper. Again, who's linking up play with Aribo there, uh, leading to a shooting opportunity. And that's just what I, was, I mentioned just there, that Rangers started to give away really needless and sloppy free kicks. I don't know, again, if that was a wee bit of frustration because we hadn't got the third. It was just 
needless free kicks, free kicks that didn't really matter. But there was one in particular that wasn't a free kick, the Ryan Kent one, where he blatantly wins the ball and he's awarded a free kick. It's just not a free kick, do you know what I mean? It's like blatantly he's not a free kick. Uh, but as, as we've just mentioned, Rangers were, were completely dominant in the second half. We just couldn't really get the final ball right or the, the shot correctly to, to secure the third goal. We then make changes. Uh, Kenton had you go off, Patterson and Sakala come on. So that's twice in two games we've seen Tav and Patterson in the same team on the pitch, which will please a lot of people, I think. Um, Sakala then has a chance blocked uh, by a defender after Rangers hit on the break, but it was Morelos with the and it was Morelos that actually crossed it for Sakala. Unlucky with that one, but he then makes it three with his second chance. Great corner from Tav. Sakala does um, so well to get up um, for the header. He was been held and he had to beat the keeper to it as well. And he bullets the header home. Seven, eight minutes gone, Ali. It's 3 1, and he comes from Zambia. That's the reason he scored, because he comes for Zambia. <laughs> um, I, was, I, I just, I, I think he just brings. An energy to Rangers Sakala, even he needs he just looks such a great guy. He looks like a guy I want to go for a pint with Sakala, to be honest. I don't know if he drinks, to be honest, but um he's uh you could see him coming on the park and he's got a big smile and everything. He just and obviously they're singing the song for him. So but no, it was a a great goal by Sakala. And I I said in the group chat not that long before that corner kick that our corners today have been fucking woeful, by the way, and they were. <laughs> and um I was saying to Tav, give me one on the money, and he did. Great, great cross in Batav, and it's a good, it's a good leap for Sakala. I mean, he's, he's brave going in there because the goalkeeper could clatter him as well, and he obviously right in the back of the net, and that's the game done. The game's done then, and obviously everyone can sing a song. <laughs> I would sing it in this, by the way, but um, <laughs> it was uh, no. Nah, I was delighted for Sakala because I think he's a wee slightly hard done by not to start recently because he's been scoring goals internationally as well, and again he's come on and scored so. Obviously, Wednesday night coming up against Hibs, he's maybe pushed himself into this team, possibly. Possibly. Uh, I just don't know if the way that Gio looks like he might be playing, I am not sure that Morelos will be dropped, to be honest, because I think he sees him as a bit of an integral part of the way that the system is going to work. But Scotia, it is great when the sub comes on and the sub scores to securely the win. And Sakala just it keeps on impressing. Yeah, he's, it was a great header from him because he's quite—he's not the the biggest guy in the world. Although it was Jason Holt that was marking him, who again isn't isn't the best, the biggest guy in the world. Um, yeah, it was a great header by um, by Sakala. If you're looking at that from a Levy defensive point of view, I hope and Striek should be doing better probably. But you can't take anything away from uh, the header from Sakala. That was absolutely brilliant, and it just gets that song going again, which is it's always good to to hear. <laughs> Yeah, and you just, at that time of the game as well, it gives the relief to all the players, it gives relief to all the fans, and everybody starts to enjoy their, their Sunday afternoon because the game was well and truly done at, at that point. Livingston were, were all out, to be honest. Uh, 83 minutes, Morelos does well to get himself space uh, for a shot. Um, a shot with his left-hand side, his left foot, sorry, uh, was saved. Again, we'll, we'll speak to him, I'll speak away, I'll do Morelos when... The four comes on. Um, Levy then should be down to 10 men um, as the is taken out, but the ref shits himself and doesn't show the second yellow. Andy Walker is the cheek. I like to say that this is not a second yellow. This is it's a, it's a second booking all day. I, I, I don't like talking about referees, but 
he was poor to do that effort. He's some some, he some of the challenges they got away with, and there was no book. And there was even one where the, a guy said to the linesman to F off, basically. Even the telly had to apologise for it. It was that loud. He got nothing for that. There was one where the guy kicked the ball away and we were trying to take a free kick. Nothing. Needless wee fouls by Livingston, and they just let it go. And um, But that was a stonewall booking. And for Andy Walker, I can't say... It's not a yellow card, just sums him up. He was a, obviously a bit better that we were 3-1 up at that point. So, um, aye, the referee, as, as Scotia said, when he was the last referee, does once again, he's not put a good show on the referee at all. Yeah, Scotia, this is a second yellow. Yep, I thought so. And I was really surprised that um, he didn't give it because Aribo does really well to kind of use his body to kind of shield the ball and I gets taken right out and um, for me that's that's a booking all day long because I, I wasn't really paying much attention to Livy so I, I don't know how often that uh, boy was making other fouls obviously it's your first yellow card but I don't know if there was any more consistent wee niggly fouls that was been given away that surely even that adds up if you don't agree that it's not a yellow card in the first place then surely all the wee niggly fouls would lead up to that but as I say I hadn't really hadn't really been paying attention to what he was doing as such, so I couldn't see that with any definite definity. No, I had no effect on the game. However, you've got to call out poor decisions when you see them. And that referee, as I said, Ross County, he was absolutely shambolic as a referee. And today, yeah, I think he got a, a few things, a few things wrong. Uh, Morelos then goes off, and we get a rare appearance for Jermaine Defoe um, for the remaining two minutes. Um, Alfredo today. Um, he cut a frustrated figure, to be honest, and nothing really seemed to work for him. He was struggling to get himself in the game. When he was getting himself in the game, he couldn't really hold the ball and he was given away quite easily. So, Scotia, what was your, your thoughts on Morelos today? Just one of them days? Yeah, I thought he was pretty poor today, in all honesty. Um, I noticed that he started dropping a bit deeper and deeper again, but I think that was because he was getting no joy joy up top. You know, he, obviously, because we're playing with a bit more width, um, it's the job of like Aribo and Arfield to go in there and help him in the middle because obviously Kent and Hadji previously would have done that, aren't there? So yeah, Morelos was poor today. I thought he, he stayed on the pitch longer than I expected him to, to be honest. I thought when Sakala was getting ready to come on that it would be for Morelos rather than Kent. Um, I don't know if that's maybe just with Wednesday's game in mind, perhaps. But yeah, it wasn't a great performance today by Morelos, but... He's still got a lot of credit in the bank for me, so not going to slate him too oh, much. Just one of those days. Oh, like you I, say. 100%, mate. He's got more than enough credit in the bank with me. Um, I, I just think it was one of those days. Ali, your thoughts on um, Morelos today? I just think it was one of those days. We know Morelos, he has these days, and now and again, Morelos in games where it just doesn't come off for him. And it was just one of the games, to be honest. I think wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and scores a couple against Hibs during the week. But um, aye, just nothing was coming off for him. His passing was poor. His link-up play wasn't he great. Um, didn't he really get many attempts at goal until the last kind of 10 minutes, probably. But I was frustrated. I was frustrated watching him at times as well. <laughs> but to be honest, I like scotching yourself. I think it's just one of, the, one of the days for Alfie, unfortunately. Yeah, well, obviously it's coming towards the end of the game, but the focus on the park and gets a shot on target in two minutes and it, I don't know how long it took Alfie to get a chance on target but obviously it's that time of the game so that's probably a wee bit harsh but uh, it finishes 3-1 um, the Rangers I am I'm over the moon with this to be honest it's, 
it's what we're needing. We just need to con- consistently build some decent results, not scraping through, beating teams, not quite convincingly, but showing that we have more than enough. That's usually quite a difficult place, Livingston. And at times it looked a wee bit, a wee bit like we could have made it difficult for ourselves. Um, obviously, the goal didn't help matters, but uh, I think we were in full control of that game today. And I'm excited to see, as I say, now I have to wait till Wednesday, which is too long. I would rather the game was tomorrow because I want to see more. I want to see Geo's stamp on this team and see what else is going to come from it. So, Ali, I'll come to you first, mate. Who was your man of the match today? Oh, it's a difficult one. I don't think there was one player that really, really stood out. I, there was a lot of players that I thought were good today. Scotia's man, Hadji, who I mentioned, was decent. I thought Scott Arfield as well, I'd like to give a mention to. I thought he was very good as well. He was on that booking as well, which was, like I said, dodgy on the park. But I've got to give it to the man for Zambia. No, I'm only joking. Um, <laughs> Joe Aribo, for me, has got to get it. Once again, he's just turned up. Things he can do in that part, Joe Rebo is. I don't know how he does it at times, some of the things he does, but um, his goal, his link up play, he's a danger. Aye, Joe Rebo all day for me. Yep, Scotia. Um, firstly, I must say, um, I was feeling a wee bit sorry for Defoe because he was on the side of that pitch for about five minutes waiting to come on <laughs> because the ball just wouldn't go out of play and you've seen him yeah. sniggering away with the, the, the fourth official. Um, but for as much, in terms of man of the match, um, similar to, to Ali, it was difficult. I don't think there was one individual standout. A lot of good performances throughout. Kent was really good, I thought. And spells today. Um, Tav obviously got two more assists to his name again. That's, I mean, the amount of assists that he gives us is unbelievable. But like um, like Ali, I'm going for Joe Rebo for my, my man of the match. Yeah, I'll give a, a massive shout to Aribo. Um, I'll not give it to Aribo because you used to have. I think Kent was tremendous today. I thought he looks so dangerous, especially coming out from that coming from that left hand side. I think he looks ba- back to being Ryan Kent of old and wanting to drive, wanting to take on players and been not scared to to do it. Uh, he was unlucky a few things didn't come off from today, but I think the rest of it was was pretty nailed on. Uh, I'm going to give it to the captain um, for two more assists. I'll give it to James Tavernier. I thought defensively and offensively today, Tav was really good. And yeah, two assists and yeah, he will be my man of the match. So that'll do us. Um, another three points on the board. We remain top of the league. We welcome the chase, etc, etc. Uh, we can't ask for any more. This is two... Two wins, a big win on Thursday night and a big win um, today. And we now move move on to Wednesday. Um, we are away to Hibs on Wednesday at Easter Road. So, Ali, um, for now, thank you very much for your time, mate. Enjoy your hangover. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I will. My brother-in-law is making a, make my dinner tonight, so I'm way down for that tonight. So I look forward to that. So I don't need to make any dinner tonight, so that's good. But no, look forward to Wednesday night and um, I hope Rangers go out because we owe Hibs one after after last Sunday. So I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, Scotia, thanks very much, mate. Yeah, thank you. Like Ali, really looking forward to these games that are coming up. You know, they're coming thick and fast. So Rangers, 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 please. <laughs> Yes, more and more and more, mate. Yeah, I know. I, even as I say, even waiting till Wednesday is still too long for me. But uh, we, we will, we will be back on Tuesday with our club deck corner before the Hibs game. Obviously, we will be back after the Hibs game as well. Uh, and yeah, as I mentioned before, 
Um, you can now join the channel. You can become a Club at 22 supporter um, for only 99p. You'll be supporting our channel if you do so. Um, and you can also buy us a coffee if you don't want to subscribe just to make a donation to the channel. That would be great and very much appreciated. You do not have to. Um, however, if you become a subscriber, we are very, very close to announcing our first ever live show. Um, so you will get priority access to the tickets if you sign up. And if you are still a subscriber at the end of the season, you've been with a chance of winning a gift voucher for the Rangers so yes, usual shameless plug, like the videos, subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, give us a wee five star rating on Apple Podcasts, like and share anywhere that you can. Um, thank you to listening. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Easy for me to say, uh, and we will speak to you all on Tuesday. Uh, we are Club at Twenty Two, the Rangers Podcast. Cheers, everyone. Podcast Network.